Hi guys, it is definitely that time again. Mm-hmm. Yes, most trending. Hey, baby, well, causes always, so much problem. Always trending. <laughs> But I love it though. It is indeed a time, yes, for the most talked about podcast in the world. Got to be specific. The most talked about podcast in the world. Okay, Nigeria. With the most famous podcasters. Girl, how do you feel about that? Because I saw that you were trending a couple of days ago on Twitter. And I know you are not a Twitter, babe. You are never, you don't tweet. I, I don't even tweet. So when like, you I saw like, your name trending, how did you feel? Like, I was like really... Nigerians. What are you trying we to We have deeper problems than whether or not I think men have sense. Is that why you were trying to? Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine? So how did you feel? Like, did you see insults? Were you trolled? Of course I was trolled. Which, you know? one, which one stung the most? Um, I think the whole when people are like, oh, she's really not 34. Ah, no, is it like, I'm always 34. And that means I'm 17. I'm just like, guys. So they think you're younger or older? Older, obviously. I think <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people also have this misconception that while they were in school, they watched me on TV, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, okay, shout out to you. But then that was 10 years ago because mm-hmm. that was when I came on TV. And OG. Okay. Like, yes, it's OG, but is it OG? No, why acting like you were 13 or something mm-hmm. when you started watching me? Some of my cousins love you. Like, oh my God, I, I watched how my God, I love that you're doing it with her. I said, yeah. Aww, that's my cousins. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> trolls will be trolls, to be fair. Real talk. And if we, if we think about it, they want to be us. They want mm. to be in our positions. And they are just sad that we are, we are living our lives and living our truth. Mm-hmm. So I don't take anything too serious especially that living your truth because there's so many people that actually do have these opinions mm-hmm. do actually think the way we do but mm-hmm. I just maybe i'm guessing not bold enough too scared to talk and that's okay but it's okay we're your big sisters <laughs> we'll come here give you guys juice give you guys tea and also advise you guys so exactly you know not? talking about you know sisters and sisterhood yeah. i feel like this episode i'm hoping <laughs> We'll actually reflect that because it seems like we have good intentions. We do, we do. <laughs> but somehow <laughs> it just gets they always lost in the way. Us. I don't understand. But in this episode, you guys will get to know us a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get to talk about our past and yes. our present mm-hmm. and just our journey so far. You know, what we did in the past to get to where we are today. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Enjoy. So, Tolani, did you see um, Copy's video? Okay, yes, yes, I did. where she was, you know, just sharing with all of us, mm-hmm. um, you know, some of her her past. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call them mistakes, but just you know, part, definitely a part of your journey. You know, mm-hmm. past fails, whether fails or passes, nonetheless, they are still a part of your journey. You know, she <clears> did speak about yes, the one that is on everyone's lips, her engagement. Mm-hmm. She also spoke about how she nearly you know, failed, failed in, in Oxford. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she just shared other things and just, you know, and it just made me realize that in all honesty, we are all on a journey and it's we actually are. okay sometimes mm-hmm. to try things, don't do so well at mm-hmm. it, but still, you know, move on keep to on something going. else, keep mm-hmm. on evolving. And I feel yeah. like I am definitely someone that can say that I mm-hmm. have evolved. I have, we have, I have watched you. I have done so much, girl. <laughs> I can't relate, baby. I have a list here on my phone, guys. Mm-hmm. We're going to dive into a lot of things mm-hmm. that we've done. But I must commend Copy because I feel like that was really bold of her to state her failures right there without yeah. being judged. Because in reality, we all go through failures. It's just that we don't publicize it on yep. online. Do you get it? It's mm-hmm. only the, the glitz and the glam that we're comfortable sharing. Yes. But if you're if you're one of the people who are comfortable sharing your failures, more like more props to you. Do you get it? I feel like that's more respect. Mm-hmm. So we're here to let you guys know our story. So all right. Yeah. Okay. So our journey so far. Our do journey you, to success. Do you want the kickstart okay like i did say guys i have a list so if you guys don't know i used to live in america right um i have a healthcare background i studied healthcare in school which i don't know what i was doing in science class in fact let's let's even start from that right because point number one okay let me talk about me studying sci i was in science i studied healthcare administration but if i if i could do things over i would study business because um business oriented and I don't care too much about healthcare do you get mm. my younger sister is very passionate about healthcare and when she speaks <laughs> about her, her journey and, and like how she's ready to just save lives I'm like can't be me <laughs> <laughs> I can't relate so what was mm. I really doing in science class but mm. I care too much I care too much about perception at the time because mm. if you're in science class I feel cool yes. it seems like smart. yes you're smarter so 
I was proud saying, yeah, I'm a science class when truthfully I was failing chemistry. I was failing physics. <laughs> I was failing, what's the other one, biology? What was I doing in that class? So knowing what I know now, I just follow my heart rather than wanting my parents to be happy because, you know, I wanted to say I'm in science class to just make my parents proud. Mm. So I would just do business and, mm. you know, know more about business now because I don't really, I, every day I learn on YouTube. Do you get that? I watch like classes on YouTube, like mm-hmm. business courses, mm-hmm. but if I could go back, I would study business. I'll study business. Mm-hmm. For me, um, I studied law. Ooh. Um, and to be honest, the reason why I studied law was because I was one of those students that could have done anything. Okay. I could have been in science class and I'd have excelled. Mm-hmm. I could have been in arts and I'd have excelled. Like I, I was, I was a brainy. Okay. okay. I still am. That's Epical. why, as I said, I bring my brains to the table. Please. Hello. I hope you're not very shade here, madam. <laughs> no, no, no. No, that shade was it not to you. It sounds very shady. <laughs> that shade was honestly not to you. <laughs> but yes, um, I I decided, you know, yeah, let, let's go for law because, yeah. you know, I I just I feel like mm, blood and all that stuff. I don't really want to do medicine, and mm-hmm. I don't really think like physics, like having to deal with physics. I, I was good at it, but having to deal You're with good it, at physics, yes. So you actually took physics class, like you know how you you literally do like all the courses first before okay, you start now to choose. choose. What is that exactly? Called? So okay. well, well aptitude tests. So you well, did an aptitude test. Well, in England, what 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 oh, you England. do is you pretty much do a lot of all these subjects. Mm-hmm. So you'll even do like all the languages. So you do like German, French, mm-hmm. um, Spanish, and then you'll do all the sciences, biology, then you'll also do the arts like drama, mm. English literature. Okay. So I was always like somewhat way more of the English literature, like arts inclined. So I was like, okay, you know what? Let's just do law. Mm-hmm. So I always say like I ended up doing law because I had absolutely no guidance. Like okay. I was, as I said, I was good at pretty much anything. Everything. So it was just the one that I just thought, okay, would make more sense. Mm-hmm. I do, however, wish that I actually studied psychology because mm. I was really, really good at psychology. And, you know, giving with like how I am now when I like see people and they're like yeah. sharing things with me, I'm like, hmm, I you may have some yes. deep roots of trauma. <laughs> Okay. You know, so it would have been interesting if I actually turned out to be like, you know, a therapist yeah. or, or, some, or or something. But nonetheless, what I sort of, in a sense, actually really regret doing, mm-hmm. as I said, was not actually going and studying media studies because mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm good at it. Like, I'm I'm good. I've been doing this for 10 years. So imagine if I actually got a degree. Mm-hmm. So years ago, did you think you would ever be where you are today? No. But did you think you were going going to go into media? No. Okay. Yeah. I had absolutely no, no idea. idea. Mm-hmm. Like I literally fell into this. Mm-hmm. So I just wish that I did I did less falling and more like planning towards it. But we're still media? here. I don't think I would have studied media, Sha. Because mm-hmm. in my head, I'm thinking, I might not get a job with that degree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> do you know what? Funny enough, <laughs> what in school, what, what, like when I was in England, in school, media yeah. studies was like kind of study that you would do because you were bad at everything else okay so that was also another thing so it was mm-hmm. like you if don't want to do like mass communication i don't and mass communication is a big is a big one out uh-huh. here but yeah. in england it's not really mm-hmm. like most people would rather want to just be like maybe do journalism mm-hmm. or maybe a business course yeah but not media studies mm-hmm. do you get mm-hmm. so that was also another thing that also put me off and then it's now so hilarious <laughs> look at where you are today <laughs> look at where i am today so yeah. i should have maybe uh-huh. actually just not cared about what people have to say and mm-hmm. maybe just actually gone for media studies do you believe that you're a star right now like have you ever in fact let's talk I've about i've always the past. believed that there's greatness in me okay so, so whatever you I knew, end up doing. You knew what you were going to do was going to be more than law. Did you ever believe that? Maybe not. But I knew that if I did do law, I would excel exceedingly, mm-hmm. that I would be a star mm-hmm. in law. I knew what I was going to do was definitely not what I was doing at the time. Really? I knew it was not going to be me being a doctor. I just always felt like I could do more. Do you mm. get? And I guess that's one of the reasons why I was comfortable moving to Nigeria. Because when I visited Nigeria in 2016, I have a whole backstory, but let's just jump. <laughs> when I visited Nigeria in 2016 and I easily got acquainted with all these celebrities. Mind mm. you, I'm, I'm just popular, right? But I'm able to say, this person is my friend. All these big, big names. I'm like... I can't do more than just being friends with all these people. I can mm-hmm. actually become somebody. Mm-hmm. So when I when I went back to America in January after 30 December, I just started planning. I said, you know what? Let me plan my exit strategy from America. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Nigeria to become somebody. Mm-hmm. Like in life, you have to be delusional, right? 
I was delusional to my success. Do you get? Mm. I walked around like I was really powerful. In my head, I'm like, Talani, girl, who you fooling? I'm like, <laughs> but if, they, if, if I don't tell them, how are they going to know? How are they going to know? How are they going to know? So I carried myself like I was more important than I mm. actually was. Mm. And then I just took the leap of faith. And I, pff, here we are. Yeah. But I mean, there's more to it. We'll get there. But sometimes you don't have to have it figured out. You just have to try. You just have mm-hmm. to do it. Like Nike says, just yep. do it. Yep. So, yep. I'm a testimony of that, of me moving to Nigeria with no solid plan, but just having faith that one day is all going to work out. So just do it. Real talk. Like, it's Mm -hmm. so interesting that you shared that because that was also my case. As I said, like I, I was done with law school and I literally was like, I have wasted four years of my life. I looked around. I was like, what am I doing here? What I want to do. And I literally just did some research and I found out, okay, that sounds to see, um, Silverbird, Carnival, other station. Oh, there yeah. were like three stations at the time mm-hmm. that were popping, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to work at Sound City. Period. I moved back, and I moved back. Let's say in September, October, I started working at Sound City. How'd you get the job? I, because because luckily enough, what happened was when I joined, mm-hmm. Darren Lee was just leaving, mm-hmm. so there was a need. There was like a there was there was a void. There was mm-hmm. a need for another D, an, another VJ. And it was just, it was just like, you know, and that's why I really believe that what is yours is yours. Mm -hmm. That job was supposed to be mine. Mm -hmm. Like the way it just was so smooth. Like it just, I just transitioned straight and that was it. Mm -hmm. Went for the screen test, um, then went for another one and boom, Mm -hmm. I got it. Boom. Okay, y'all. Go for it, y'all. So just go for it. Just go for it. So you know this saying where they say, um, you only blow at any time. Like mm-hmm. anybody can blow at any time. Mm-hmm. Never for look real? down for real? For real? on anybody. Thank and you I, for the translation. Yeah, you know, I don't. <laughs> you only blow at any given time, which means never look down on anybody because you never know who will blow, right? Or who mm-hmm. can just, whose story can just take off. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I fall under that category of a success story because me moving to Nigeria, right? I was not even sure if I was going to take off or not. Like I did say it was a risk that I mm. took. And it was a case of, she just moved to Nigeria for how many months? She'll be back to America, Jerry. Don't worry. Her mates have come. They've done it. They've gone back to America. Mm-hmm. And I did not want that to be my case. Yeah. Right? I remember moving back to Nigeria. And then there was this one popular media house, right? Owned by a bank. I'm not going to name drop, right? But they had a particular show that drops or dropped on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Let's just throw that out there. So I remember going into their office, right? Because mind you, I have audacity, right? <laughs> I have my YouTube channel in my head. I'm thinking, okay, I'm already popular in the industry now. So if I go there and show them what I've done, at least they will say, okay, come on the show. So I get on the show and keep in mind, I'm friends with all these celebrities, right? So even if they did not want me on the show, if I if I had just said, okay, my friend can come with me, I can do it easily because there are a lot of people that are on the show that I did not even know them before. So I walk into their office now. Hi guys, so excited. America, babe. Hi guys, my name is Salani Bahajina. I'm a YouTuber, quite popular in the industry and I would love to be on your show. This is what I've done. You know, I'm an A&R at Universal Music Group, mm-hmm. Aristocrat. And I feel like I would really appreciate it if you give me a chance on, on your show. Then a girl comes outside. Okay, sorry, please sit out there. Give us like five minutes. I said, okay, cool, no problem. The girl goes inside, comes back in like five minutes. Um, so sorry. I spoke to my boss and she says that you are not blown enough. Oh, wow. She says you're in, you are not blown enough. Nobody knows who you are. So if you come on our channel, we will not have enough traction. Maybe that's not how she worded it word by word, but mm. that's what she meant. That you're mm. not blown enough, she said that one. And when I tell you that... I was almost in tears. Hey, God. You are not blown enough. Nobody mm. knows you. And I took Uber there that day. So excited because I was going to go there. I was going to go to Paul's. Shout out to Paul's because you guys supported me when I was a nobody, like they said. Mm. Um, Bella Niger, nobody. Bella Niger supported me. Two exclusive supported me. They gave me a platform. So I'm really grateful. But that one particular media house, mm. ah, they stung me. They burnt me. I was so upset. But I use that as a driving force to say I will become somebody. Yes. They will know my name. Yes. I get on Big Brother like this. And I was just like, see God. See who they said is nobody. See who they said will not blow. Mm. And I say this just to encourage you guys that anything you want to do, even Mm -hmm. if they don't believe in you, don't worry about it. Just believe yeah. in your own source and keep going. Have faith in God. I also have a personal relationship with God. Forget the crews that I be catching online. My relationship with God is quite solid. So... 
just hold on to God and your dreams will manifest. So yeah, for real, for real. Um, you you saying this also has reminded me of how, um, you know, when I moved back, I wasn't really sure as to whether I wanted to go full on into just you know media and like you know radio or tv or if i actually wanted to be an act an actress mm -hmm. so this so now that i'm actually now going back it's almost like a return mm -hmm. because i did actually you know get into the industry in about like 2014 or 2015 and that was when like you know tinsel was so huge <laughs> i was everything around media in 2014 okay <laughs> maybe that's why they don't believe i'm 34 but I just started young. Like, I literally moved back when I was 24. I love how you're proud to say your age, y'all. Yeah, I'm like, because, because I feel like your age just goes to show like, oh, I'm this old, but look at where I'm at now. No, they asked me my age, <laughs> I'm not telling you. You go on Google and check. Okay, it's who come out from my home. That's why I must commend you. How you just say, don't ask me for my age. Thank you. <laughs> I, because, you know me, you know me, I like, I, I look at age as like maturity. Yeah, There's nothing yeah. wrong in aging. There's nothing wrong in, to me, I look at you like, okay, you have to have experience. You cannot be mm -hmm. this age and you have no experience. Right. But, you know, when you're younger, it's easier for, you know, a lot of things to, you know, go past you. But when you're at a certain age, you shouldn't be doing some certain things, if that makes sense. I don't care about, if that's the case, if you're at a certain age, you shouldn't be doing certain things. I don't believe in that too. Do whatever you want to do at whatever real talk, age. Real talk. But what I mean, what I mean by by you shouldn't be doing some certain things. I mean like you should show some signs of growth Maturity. at least okay. by the time mm -hmm. you are a certain age. Not that oh yes, like yeah, like if you like to go partying, continue to party. If you want party, me, I'll continue partying until I'm like fifty five. I'll continue to wear bikini until I'm sixty. I've told mm -hmm. people so. There's no there's no age limit to mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. but i just feel like you know with age it just goes to show that yes you've matured you've experienced this mm -hmm. you've done this you've done that you, you have more things to mm -hmm. sort of say yeah although right now gen z is at 24 they've lived, taking over. they've lived the life they have <laughs> that i haven't even yet lived mm -hmm. so i think gen z's are very fast they're too fast for their age to be mm. fair like slow down like why do you guys want to grow up too quick Real talk, real like, talk. There's so much ahead of y'all. Just I agree. relax. I agree. Yeah. So yes, as I was saying, like this isn't like necessarily like, you know, my first time trying to get into the industry. Mm -hmm. But when I got into the industry, um, it's it was there was a lot of sexual harassment. Mm. Like I literally walked into the office of a huge producer and he just whipped out his dick oh! onto his table. Stop literally. it. Like that image never So what he do? Mo Literally. Literally. How did you handle that situation? I ran out of his office. And from that day, I just, I never wanted to do this acting thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now that, you know, as I said, I'm constantly evolving. I've now mm -hmm. evolved. And then it's safe to say that, you know, the industry is a lot better. But that was mm -hmm. the sort of chaos that scared me. And, you know, sometimes I look back and I'm like, hmm, maybe if... I, yes, ran away and I, you know, maybe went to another producer. Mm -hmm. Maybe I would have been some huge actress by now. Who knows, you know? But at the same time, I'm also kind of glad that I didn't necessarily have to, like, succumb mm -hmm. to that and type time, of... Timing is everything. Exactly. It just wasn't your time. It just moment. wasn't yeah. my time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. I feel like I've, I've, I've really enjoyed my journey so far. Mm -hmm. And I'm enjoying where my where 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 i am going still mm -hmm. on this journey mm -hmm. i feel like living in nigeria as a woman you have to some somehow exude masculine energy mm. and that's a way of you protecting yourself mm. i know when i moved to nigeria i constantly i needed to act like a man because if i'm in, if i'm in an uber like this i cannot be comfortable because i'm in mind i'm preparing if he does this how do i fight how do i so it's not really safe in Nigeria if you don't know how to protect yourself. Yep. So that's one thing I had to constantly remind myself in when I moved from America, like mm. act like a man, mm. think like a man, move like a man, protect yourself. Mm. You get so mm. that whole sexual harassment thingy. So sorry that you had to went through that. But if I was the one, <laughs> what oh would you do? God. Tell me what you would have First done. First of all, I'm already don't acting like a that man. This was 2014. Okay. But I've been acting like a man for a long time. This was way before the times of calling people out. I'm sure that it if that happened now, it would be out, it would be a bit different. But then it's it was a lot harder mm -hmm. to call people mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. I don't think I would have been able to call anybody out, Sha. But I to give her one slap first. Do I? 
But see, if you, if you gave him that slap, somebody would have heard about it and it would have been What online. was the reason why I slapped you? Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to say. But compared to 2014, you would have heard about it, you know? I'm not an abusive person. I would not have slapped him, but I would have disrespected him so bad. Mm. God damn it. It is what it is. It is what it is, y'all. Some of the things that we have. And these are and things we, that are still happening. Yes, and, and, and are still going and are still happening. Mm-hmm. Now, I would even say that now, because of the level that I've now gotten to when it even comes to getting like, you know, some acting gigs, I am still extremely anxious because I'm always like, hmm. I'm always quick. Like, I always feel like, yeah, the first thing that anyone's going to say is, oh, yes, that girl from the radio. Can she act? Mm. We always say that now. You know, yeah. but I just feel like it's a lot more because now they know that I am a media personality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's almost like you now have to prove to them and prove your like prove that oh yes, I'm actually more than just a media personality. Proving yourself must be very exhausting. Mm-hmm. You know? Child, mm-hmm. I would say focus on you, man. Don't even try to focus on you having to prove yourself or not. Whether they believe you're an actress or not, we have watched you evolve. Do you mm-hmm. get? And you even leaving Sound City after what ten years? Mm-hmm. That's really bold of you mm-hmm. so when did you know that you were going to say you know what i'm done with this let me try something else to be honest it actually was a very impromptu thing mm-hmm. it was one of those things where i was like you know what if i don't do it now i probably never will yeah just and do i it. think that was also now my fear like i'll just still just be here mm-hmm. and, <laughs> <laughs> and the world is just passing me by uh-huh. and people are just doing mm-hmm. cool things mm-hmm. there's one person that just came from nowhere and was calling themselves influencer and is hosting mm. all these gigs and I'm just here in yeah. the same office mm-hmm. in the same yeah so I decided no I wanna I wanna do something else I yeah. wanna do something that's actually more for me mm-hmm. yeah yeah also be too comfortable in an environment it's not yes. a good it's not a good it sign it is not a good thing and in all honesty yeah. that's actually like I would tell you that, that was a part of my journey mm-hmm. and if that is something that I do quote unquote regret I, yes I would say yes it, it, it is it is something I definitely got way too comfortable okay. at Sound City mm-hmm. and I needed that push and that push did not necessarily mean, you know, a lot of people always say, oh yeah, wait till you get a job before you leave your job. Nope. Mm -mm. That's what I was doing. I was waiting, waiting for something better. It never really came. I had to make better. I did the opposite. (laughs) I did the opposite. Sometimes I'll quit a job if I'm uncomfortable and if I'm unhappy and I will not know where the next job will come. Mm. I will just always choose my mental health first. If I'm broke for months, mm -hmm, as long as I'm happy, I don't Mm. care. There's food in my house. I have a roof over my head. I'm fine with that. But I don't think I've ever gotten comfortable in a work environment. Like, sorry, I have to cast myself. (laughs) I think the most, the longest period I've stayed at a job was like probably three months. Oh, wow. I was always searching for more. Do you get mm. Once I feel like I've already learned my experience and learned enough from them, I'm already looking for the next job. That's a very interesting thing. That's a very interesting thing. I tell my friends this all the time. If they mistakenly complain, like, I'm unhappy yet, quit. Yeah. Quit and choose something that will make you happy. Even yeah. if you are jobless for a couple of months, are you not happy? I am. <laughs> I feel like it's just that fear of the unknown. It's like, oh my God, what about if I leave and you know, there's nothing like I don't, I don't see work. It always nothing, nothing gets comes better. For me. It always gets better. And I, during the moment, you will not know that it will get better. Mm. You will think like that is the end. That's the end. But as things get better, you just laugh like, <laughs> and I thought I was going to die. Yep. Yep. For real. For real. So sometimes, like we said, just do it. Just do it. So I'm sure you've probably gotten your hands into some businesses. <laughs> You know, before you Plenty. now even now settled with badge locks. For me, I have done catering company, mm. which I really, really thought was going was to the like, name? it was called LM Occasions. And I really, really thought it was going to fly. Okay. But then COVID happened mm-hmm. and it just, I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't. You got I discouraged. It got extremely discouraged. Um, the whole lockdown just put the whole, like, just the whole system that I was already mm-hmm. trying to create. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, I didn't even really do enough research as to, you know, uh-huh. how much work actually does go into owning a business. You Sounds know, it was familiar. just like, oh, okay, I like to cook. Yeah. I can cook. Mm-hmm. I should cook. Like, <laughs> it wasn't a, can you act? Actually, so you were not passionate like, about it. I was passionate about the cooking. I just wasn't passionate about the business, business side of it. of it. And that's also because I didn't necessarily even know enough. And then COVID too. Hey. Like if, if COVID didn't redirect you, it redirected me. I'm grateful for COVID though. <laughs> I'm grateful for COVID. I'll still answer that your question. But I'm grateful for COVID because 
that year I was literally about to go back to America. They had like evacuation flights for mm. US citizens in mm-hmm. Nigeria. So you didn't even have to pay to leave. Yeah. Whether you had money or not, you can hop on that flight back to America as long as you're a US citizen. Mm-hmm. So I remember emailing the US embassy, right? Telling them they're like, Hi, I'm an American in Nigeria and I'm I wanna here. go back. I'm, here. <laughs> I'm ready to go back to America. Oh, give me give me a time and this and I'm ready to fly. They get back to me and a part of me is like if you go back to America, you know you're not happy there. You're going mm. back to do nine to five. So mm-hmm. here I am stalling the US embassy, not even responding to the email. Cause I'm like, something's about to happen. I don't know what it is, but let me just wait. This was 2020, by the way, early 2020. And I'm like, you know what? I'll go back to America, start a, do a certificate and, you know, go on with my life. At least I've already lived in Nigeria for a year and it won't be as if I didn't come to Nigeria and try because I truly believe that me coming to Nigeria, I'll become somebody. Like I said, the Lulu is the Salulu. I was very... Salulu, I love that. (laughs) The Lulu is the Salulu. So I was very delusional and I believe that one day go better, one day go make sense. So as I'm stalling the US embassy, right, maybe a few days later, I see Big Brother audition flyer. I said, "Ah, God, Abby, is this my time? (laughs) I said... Is this why you didn't let me respond to, like I said, I talked to God like he's my mm. G. Is this why you didn't let me respond to the US embassy? Don't worry, let me just audition. So I now submitted um, an old video for the audition because I had auditioned prior, made it to the second stage, but mm-hmm. I didn't get in. So when the second audition came in 2020, I said, I'm not even going to put in too much effort because last, last, they disappointed me last minute. So I'm just going to submit the same old video. So I submitted the same old video like, well, I don't submit them. Let's see what's going to happen. And the day after, congratulations, you made it to the next stage. I said, oh. I said thank you. That's what you told me last year. Thank you. I completed the, the um, questionnaire. Congratulations, you made it to the next step. I said, ah, things is getting real low. <laughs> so from that moment, I said, now is my time. Mm. So I just freed the US embassy and I, I kept on going step by step with the audition process. Still not 100% believing that I was going to get on, but I still strongly believe that it was my time. Mm. So I did the um, the video interviews and they just bought into my personality. I said, bingo, yeah, I'm getting on the show. <laughs> so when I got on the show and I came out, that's when things started making sense. Yeah, I said, that is why God was telling me to stall on the response for the mm-hmm. email mm-hmm. with the US embassy. God was telling me to exercise patience. And I can't lie, during that whole COVID period time, I learned how to manage money. Mm. I was going to the local market in Aja to save. Like I knew how much meat was, how much mm. tomato was. God was preparing me for what what was to come mm. because I used to spend money loud, loud, mm. loud. But now I know the use of money. Yep. I know how to manage money. And I've gone through that phase and I appreciate my journey and where I am now because where I was before, I never want to go back there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm grateful like for the mm. lesson that God taught me. So I was patient and we are today okay so yeah so let's even just now even just go back to you know the businesses so mm-hmm. i shared mine then you got carried away by covid <laughs> so yes what business um or did businesses I... did you try to venture in um, hmm. i have a list on here but let's talk about the one that was really obvious right so i had a logistics company that i opened out of impulse it was very impulsive right mm. T-Bag, I, think I remember it. T-Bag Express. I, brand, I think I remember it. I branded the bikes well. Mm, yes, you nice colors. Bikes. It was purple. Aww. My dear. So this business came, it wasn't like I was passionate about it anyway. I was just looking for ways to make fast money. Mm. So I was on the phone with Bright Oh, shout out to you, Bright Oh. And then we just talk about businesses that we could do. I had just come out from Big Brother Lockdown at the point. And, you know, we had money, endorsement money here and there. And I was looking for where to put money in. So Bright was on the phone and he was like, Logistic people, logistics people are making money. They're catching out. <laughs> I said, like, how much can they be making? And he gave me one amount like that. I said, eh, this is how much I'm making a day. I'm going to start a logistics company. <laughs> did no research. No research. Did not know if I was going to like it or not. I just said, whatever money they're making daily. I want I to be making it. it. I want to make it. <laughs> the next day, I already called my guy. Oh, yeah. How much is bike? 300k. I said, 300k. Okay. Give me six. I called Bright. Bright, I'm going to buy six bikes. Uh, 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 start small. Start small. I said, no, I need you to be ready to give out. six. Wow. He said, no, start small. I said, how many? He said, two. I said, no. Posting two bikes online. Two bikes. It's not aesthetically pleasing. I need six <laughs> bikes. <laughs> I need to start with energy. <laughs> he said, T-Badge, relax. Relax. Start with two. See if you like it. I said, okay, no problem. Baby, I will do the two. I called them, bought two bags. The bags were red. I said, no, I want my brand to be purple. Um, did my logo, T-Badge Express. Started doing promo, whatnot. 
Do not find driver. Do not even know how the operational <laughs> floor will go. Do not know where I will find um, customer service representative. Do not know nothing. But I just wanted to say, I own the logistics company. <laughs> now it's time to launch. I gave them one date like that. I don't even remember. But everybody was anticipating. So I'm like, ah, it looks like everybody is really excited for this um, T-Badge Expresso. But I don't know how I'm going to run this business. But don't worry. As the Lord leads. <laughs> so now I'm going as the Lord leads. Launch day comes now. I get like 20 requests on Instagram. Eh, I want to deliver to Korodu. I want to deliver to Ogudu. I want to deliver to Bagada. I said, hold up. <laughs> I don't have a driver yet. <laughs> so now I'm like, oh my God, I just want to announce this and I do not have a thorough plan. <laughs> I do not have a thorough plan. I even went to Big Brother reunion. So I said, hi guys, I have T-Badge Express. I remember. Oh, <laughs> no solid plan. And I quickly went downstairs to meet my guest man. If you drive bike, <laughs> where if you get driver for? <laughs> where if you get driver for my logistics company? He said, "No, I get one friend. I go ask." Gave him like two days. And eh, madam, they say they know they find job. Say they already get job. <laughs> I said, "Jesus!" <laughs> now they are, they are sending me question marks. Ah, uh-uh, you guys are not replying. You guys are not replying. I said, "Hey," and I don't know. And I don't know where to stop. So I reached out to Kwamilari. Shout out to you, Kwamilari. I said, please post out. Let them know that we are looking for drivers. We need drivers. He said, oh, drivers will not be on social media. <laughs> I said, Jesus. I kid you not. For one month, I was looking for a driver. I said, you know what? This business is not for me. It's not for me. I just called my friend who owned a restaurant. Shout out Buttermilk. Mm. Called him. Um, do you guys need bikes? He said, ah, um, yes, so. I sold it to him at a discounted rate. I said, yeah, I've washed my hands. So I sold him my two bikes. I had a couple of people say, oh, we've seen your bike on the express road, T-Bad mm. Express. I said, oh, the bikes do not belong to me again. I know they do, I know they do logistics again. <laughs> so that was how I left logistics mm. um, business. I do feel like if I had drivers, it would have been successful, right? But if I didn't have- planned If I planned for correct, drivers. If I planned, it would have been successful. Yes. But I don't think it would have been a business that I would have been passionate about. I feel mm. like I could have started and said, I don't do again. You get yeah. easy because with that kind of business, I, I would have to rely on drivers. Mm. If one calls me today, I'm sick. I can't walk. Mm. Hello. So I can't do a business where I have to rely on people. It has to be a business where if my employee disappoints me, I can yeah. pick up and keep the business running. So I don't think I'll ever start a business that I'm not passionate about ever again. Uh-uh. I need mm. to do thorough research and I need mm. to know that it's not a business that I'll get bored doing. So, mm. yeah. Yo, that thorough research, I have to back that up Hmm. even further. Because with my catering company, Uh I don't know why I thought that only me, (laughs) the only these two hands will be able to cook plenty orders. It got to a point that like, you know, people wanted to order because I feel like a lot of people were like, let's know if Moea can really cook. Cook. You know, that kind of vibe, you know. And obviously like... (laughs) I know I can cook. You like, have a customer here? You know? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Shout out to my number one customer. Shout out to you, Tommy. <laughs> so, like, you know, um, a lot of people were very interested in, like, mm-hmm. trying to order. But then, babe, I got too many orders and I had absolutely no staff. But did you try? Me. Did you try? I tried! And I just couldn't keep up. And, like, to be honest, COVID was perfect timing. Like, I think COVID just reminded me that, sister, <laughs> what do you think you're doing? <laughs> Do you want to kill yourself? Oh my god! And trust me, cooking like shout out to like people who are like really trendy, good uh-huh. looking cooks mm-hmm. or chefs, especially the ladies. Mm-hmm. Takes a lot the of work. cooking business. I don't know how they can manage to still be glamorous. Like you can't, you can't be glamorous with that mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. man. Like the way, yeah, the way it go beat you with it, go beat you. I would like to own a restaurant one day. Yeah. Like I feel like I would love to go back into it, but yeah. if I go back into it, mm-hmm. definitely I'll do so much more research, mm-hmm. and I will definitely have a lot more capital, mm. so that at least I can even afford to have stuff. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you're reminiscing. I Abby. remember when I was a waitress. Mm. I was a waitress for just one day. <laughs> just one day. So I don't think you. Can, I don't think you can say that you are a waitress for just for well, one day. Tony. Okay, I attempted to be a waitress. <laughs> Until they fired me. <laughs> Aspiring waitress. <laughs> so, you know what? To be fair, okay, I trained for one week. The first day of my resumption, I got fired. So, it's not like I was a bad person. I just lied on my resume. <laughs> That's what it was. I lied that I could be a waitress and bartender. Oh, no, I'm mixing two jobs together. No! <laughs> no! Okay. The waitress owned, right? Where was this? This was in St. Louis, right? 
I was in college. I needed a job. I had to pay rent, whatnot, car mm-hmm. notes. Mm-hmm. I was just going to put my... I was living life on the edge. I don't know who I thought I was. So this job, right? I get there. They were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give you $7.25 per hour. I said, oh, it's not much, but it's better than nothing, right? So I get there. Now they are teaching me how to carry tray. <laughs> that tray was so heavy. And even if it's heavy, it must not show in your face. Mm. Do you get? And you have to carry it with one hand with prestige. So I remember just carrying the, the tray and it was just shaking like this. I said, this job is not for me. I said, don't worry, Talani, you can do it. I was just there trying to convince myself because one thing about me is I'm very quick to quit and go to the next one. I said, yeah, this is not working for me. On to the next one. But this one, I was dedicated to not quitting because I just wanted to challenge myself. Mm-hmm. So I get back to the kitchen. They're like, yeah, somebody just ordered this. It was a Cracker Barrel, by the way. And I put the spoon here, this, that. They were teaching me how to arrange the tray. I said... All of this cannot get me to where I want to be in the future. But for now, I go do For now, I got dumb. So now I'm carrying the tray and I'm so shaking. I just dropped. I said, fuck it, I quit. Tolani Baj, you're bigger than this. Like I said, I was delusional. <laughs> so I just said to myself, Tolani Baj, what are you doing here? Like I legit, something, it wasn't like I, something spoke to mm. me. Like you're bigger than this, drop it and go home. Mm. And legit, that was how. I dropped it and I went home and I said I would never apply to a waitress job. Mm. I don't care if it's $15 now. I know they do waitress. <laughs> I know they do. So that was just another reminder of who I was at the time because I was not thinking big. Do you think so, you learned anything though at from all? From what experience? From wait, wait, waiting tables. Um, Be very nice to waiters and waitresses. <laughs> the trays are very heavy. Okay. <laughs> Be very polite to them because <laughs> human beings are very needy. Oh mm. no, that was another place where I realized how needy human beings mm. are. Can we get a can we get a quinner? Mm. And you have to say, Oh yes, of course. Yes. Okay. I feel like easy. for me, I I didn't I didn't um work in like the food business when mm. it comes, but I worked in retail. So what at least okay, so I worked at Next. So if anyone knows Next, Next is like a clothing store. Mm-hmm. Um so I worked at Next and I remember I was actually doing this job while I was in university, studying mm-hmm. to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So I obviously came in to that establishment, establishment still feeling like, I'm bigger than this. Mm. I'm just doing this just because, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and at a point, I think I was there for maybe about like four or maybe four to six months, let's just say. Yeah. And a long time. I didn't quit. I just never showed up to work again. Hey. <laughs> oh my God. And, but the one thing I can say that that job taught me mm-hmm. was, for one, how important customer service is, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like maybe that's also why I have such an issue, you know, here in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Because we still need to do a lot of training when it comes to customer mm-hmm. service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know the amount of training that I had to do. Mm-hmm. And even the training itself still didn't teach me anything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, didn't, like, I still feel like I still walked with some sort of pride. I and mean, maybe it's just a Nigerian thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I try as much as possible to make sure that my customer service or badge locks is mm. top notch. Yes. Like, if you patronize us, top tier customer service, you go feel the American customer mm-hmm. service. You go and if you didn't wait, on tables, maybe you wouldn't maybe. be able to relate. Um, I've done retail too. Mm-hmm. I exactly. worked at Coles, I was a cashier. I worked at a hotel. Hey, God. Ah, and another thing that I feel that working at Next taught me, yeah. especially, is how to fold clothes, babe. Yeah, at a hotel. Trust me. Yeah. I ha- like Just how to like fold like shirts and trousers. Like You need to come into my wardrobe space. It's neat. Because I wish I could say shout out to next. <laughs> at least that's what I gained from there. When I worked at the hotel, I would constantly speak to the guests, right? Saying, Hi, my name is Talani. Because in America, obviously, it's not Talani, it's Talani. Hi, my name is Talani, and I'm looking for a new job. They'll come to me and mm. I'm, I'm checking them. Hi, what do you do? This is me trying to network as mm-hmm. far as you do what I will get me a new job because I'm ready to leave this hotel. Legit. Hi, my name is Talani, and I'm looking for a new job. How can you help me? <laughs> And they will always just buy into my personality because I was always willing to learn mm. and like just see how we can help each other. And then it got to a point, actually, that's where I even got my job. I worked at a dental office again. I even forgot. There was a, actually a business development, don't know his title, but he worked at a, a big dental office in, in somewhere in America. So I was like, oh, hi, you know, I've been working at this hotel for a couple of months now and I'm ready to like grow. I'm, I just want to leave. Do you have anything for me? He was like, oh, yeah, of course. We have a patient service representative job open. Are you interested? I said, of course. He was like, okay, here's my email. Email it to me and email your resume to me and we'll get you an interview. I played like that. I thought it was a joke. 
I get home. If I didn't even get home, right there and then mm-hmm. on the computer, that's why I started doing resume. I said, yeah, I must get this job. Did my resume, sent it to him. The next day, they gave me an interview. Uh, I went in there for a couple of days and I got the job. That's how I left the hotel job. And I forgot to delete my resume from the computer. <laughs> no, hey, God, I'm in a, I used to live life on the edge. Tony, I, I, I don't, I don't, aren't you still living life on the edge? I am. But like, that's how I am successful. Like, if you don't, if you are not wayward in life, if you don't, if you are not daring, how are you going to move forward in life? Real talk. That's how I am. I like, agree. I'm not scared of anything because if I fail, I'll still get up and I'll still keep mm. moving. Now, before I get to work, the hotel job the next day, my manager just snaps my picture on the computer and says, "Why? What is your resume doing here?" And I had lied that at that at that hotel I was a manager. <laughs> my manager now says this to me. I said, "When were you a manager here?" <laughs> I did not go back again. Wow! I said, "Well, this is the end of my job here." And that's how I quit. Though I'm not showing up. Legit, I was so scared to go back because she was like, so, when were you a manager here? <laughs> Miss, I don't know the reason I'm like, how did I make that mistake? <laughs> so, wow. I would say that I was a lion growing up. I was mm. just always hunting for more. Okay, Leo. Like, well, I'm a Leo, but yeah. I'm a Libra, but like, <laughs> I was just always hunting for more and I was hungry for success and like my, my walkings. It shows. Mm. You get people that knew me before now. They always commend me and always yeah, remind me of like here. how much I was hustling. I don't even remember. They tell me stories like, remember when you said you were going to be this? Same and look at you today. Here. I'm like, I said that. It's so crazy. I was so delulu. It's so crazy. But I like that I'm a living testimony and people yes. can attest to that. Like, yeah, if Tolani can do it, I can do it too. Mm-hmm. As so, am I. As yeah. am I for real. Like, uh-huh. I, like you know, you just saying that just reminds me of how like people that I went to like primary school with mm-hmm. or even secondary school because in all honesty, when I was like in my teens, yeah. I won't say that I was wayward, but... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people would have been convinced that I would not turn out to be like this. For real? For real? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Were you I, popular in school? I was popular. I was very rebellious. Like this whole bad and bougie did not start now. It hmm. been really? <laughs> Me, I was a tomboy in, in high school. I'm still kind of a tomboy shop, but like, so I have a feeling like a lot of people would not necessarily have expected me to be where I am, but mm-hmm. nah. Mm-hmm. I'm, as you said, I'm one of those people that, you know, just get up, do it. And just keep doing it. Just remain consistent. If you're bad, remain consistent as you're bad. You get, you know. Maybe Eventually, people. people will adjust. Will soon adjust, and mm-hmm. and and I feel like that's really what I did. I just, mm-hmm. I've always, I've always been, I've always been me. I've always been like this, you know. So, yeah. How would you describe my wear, baby? Mm, bad and bougie. <laughs> Short and simple. Hello. No, I would describe my wear, a baby, as. A girl that definitely does not stick to the status quo. Mm. A a major, I don't want to say troublemaker, but just just in the sense of what society would call a troublemaker, mm-hmm. I definitely am that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't believe in accepting no's. Okay. I believe that your no is someone's no can turn to yes. Okay. And I am still relearning, unlearning, mm-hmm. and learning mm. on this journey. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's how I would describe my way. How will I describe Tony Bach? <laughs> yeah. First of all, I'm audacious. Mm. And like Mo did say, I don't take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. I do think that I'm very misunderstood. Yes. But I, agree. I don't care about being understood. Like I feel like people choose to misunderstand me yep. and it's not my place to convince you to to reason from where I'm coming from. Totally agree. But those who who know me understand how I can yes. easily get misunderstood. And that's all that um, matters. Yeah. Those who know you know you. Yeah, do you get those are people that matter anyway. Mm-hmm. Um I'm very sweet. I can be sweet shy when I choose to be. Mm. Um I do feel like I'm always on guard though. I'm always like defensive. Do you get mm. my guard is always up. I'm ready for whatever you want to bring towards me. Like, mm. oh, okay. Um, do you what feel else? like that's just because of some trauma that maybe you that you are still dealing with? Why do you call it trauma? I don't understand. <laughs> trauma. Sorry, me trying what? to be a therapist. <laughs> that's the psychology. That's how I was to be. <laughs> the trauma. <laughs> trauma. You know what? I feel like when I lived in America, right? I was too Nigerian for Americans. Mm. Now that I'm in Nigeria, now you're too I'm American. too American for Nigerians. So it's like I don't fit in. And before I used to care about fitting in, but now I don't care. Now you don't care. There's no need, girl. Because you fit in with me. 
Do I really fit in the chair? Are you okay? <laughs> we are the bad and I'm just joking. But like, when I lived in America, right? Americans used to attack myself and my sisters now. Mm. They used to say, eh, they, it's not African booty scratcher that they used to call us. Even though that was a popular thing. There was a time I went swimming with my myself and my siblings, right? And we're about to get into the pool. And then these black American girls were like, yeah, don't get, in, don't get, in, get, don't get into our pool. You guys will dirty our water. Gosh. You guys are from Africa. You know, they don't, they don't know. That's everywhere so is, dumb. Everywhere is Africa sorry. to them. Well, actually, no, no, sorry. Mind you, we're like 12, 13 <laughs> years old. And then we were easily intimidated as well because... My parents did not raise us to be fighters. Yeah. If the teacher calls to report us, we're mm. in trouble. So we did not learn to defend ourselves until yeah. I was about to leave. And I said, fuck it, if I get in trouble with my parents and mm. I was defending myself. So I grew up being timid mm. to a point where I just rebelled. I said, yeah, you know what? I don't want to listen to my parents anymore. I want to do what makes me truly happy. Me. So I think that's where I started being defensive. Mm. Like, this one is coming out. This one probably wants to just fight with me because I'm Nigerian. And then whatever you bring my way, I'm just always ready to dish it back mm. because I don't think I'm problematic. Honestly speaking, I'm very, I mean, people may not believe that I'm not problematic, but if you get to know me, you know that I don't get wahala. Mm. But if you want to show me something, so I'm going to show you something times too. And that's so, fair. Yeah. So let's even now touch on the journey so far. Oh my God. The amazing journey. Yes. Um. Obviously you, you have your great business. Oh. Um, you've, you're obviously a celebrity hmm. Thanks to Big Brother The Lulu is a Salulu <laughs> I was delusional and here I am <laughs> um, You know We're about to wrap up the year I would love to know um, You know 2024 mm-hmm. What's next hmm. The DJing We're going to see more of that What's next for the biggest badge mm. So if you guys don't know I have a business called Badge Locks um, We launched some jumbo bags Guys This bag is a multi-purpose bag It literally does everything You can use it to travel Take it to the gym Take it to the office Do every and anything with the bag Sha. Mm-hmm. I launched it last week And it sold out So Next year, I want to focus on badge locks. Initially, badge locks was a female ready-to-wear line, but I'm rebranding. I'm just going to focus on bags. Um, mm. And then myself as a DJ, y'all, I haven't actually played because of anxiety. It's not like I'm not good, though, mm. but like there's a voice behind my, my mind saying, you might fuck up, you might. Mm. So I'm still taking lessons, even though, even though I feel like I can just say fuck it and just play. You mm-hmm, get? Mm-hmm. So... I have to deal with that anxiety. I have to say, I have to really challenge that 2024. Mm-hmm. I'm still taking less lessons like I did say, but I want to go on tour next next year. Okay. I want to go on a summer tour and this is me challenging myself. Mm. I'm saying this now because I want to hold myself accountable. Okay. I love that. So summer 2024, I want to go on tour. I don't even care if I play in Nigeria or not because, yeah, I'm going to be accepted abroad before I'm even accepted in Nigeria. I've already accepted that because I don't feel the need to uh, to to prove that I want to be a DJ in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Do you get? I feel like that's my passion and I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. And wherever they want me is where I'm going to go. Okay. So 2024 is a year that I'm going to use to challenge my anxiety for mm-hmm. playing as a DJ mm-hmm. and really conquer the world and take take over the world. Because okay. I want to make a lot of money in dollars next next year. Okay. All right. So Europe, now go see me. America, now go see me. Okay. Talani Badge as the DJ. Okay. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah. For me, um, I definitely want to make my mark as an actress. Mm-hmm. As I said, it it has been a dream that was halted. Um, you know, um, I feel before it could have even taken off. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that I've sort of, in a sense, actually been given another opportunity and then I've also built my brand to the level that it is now I feel like next year you guys will see me in so many movie productions okay so many tv series yeah like it's it's going to be big it's going to be a banger you guys should watch out for one that's actually coming out January 1st on African Magic okay The Theory of Breakfast what is it called The Theory of Breakfast The Theory of Breakfast okay yeah so you're definitely going to be seeing a lot more um, of me um, Moe the actress yes I have been very anxious about it I must admit that yeah another reason that I also stalled was because I was working for a company for that decade Mm -hmm. you know now I'm freelancing so I'm even hungrier Mm -hmm. I, I, I want to be I want to be out there more and yeah I want people to see Moeya Bebe mm-hmm. as an actress because I studied this. Like I, you know, I studied theater arts as yeah. well. Like mm-hmm. I, so I'm good at it mm-hmm. and I will prove you guys 
there'll be no limits in 2024, guys. We're going to do Absolutely every and any, anything we feel like doing, we'll do. Even if I feel like doing music, go, I will sink. I will hold that microphone. I wanted to be a rapper. Why don't you still drop a rap song? In fact, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Please don't stop me. In fact, we should bring we should bring DJ M just to DJ to drop. <laughs> Snoop. <laughs> 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 baby. I am not doing this. Snoop. I am not doing this. How the blogs come out and carry the worst rap in Nigeria history. I'm the worst. No thank My you. My name is Mo. Yeah. I, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Mm, mm. Okay. <laughs> My name is Mo. Yeah, and I'm the bougie. Yeah, sitting <laughs> with Bad. Yeah, the TJ Bad. Yeah, DJ TJ Bad. Sorry, I'm not a singer. I'm not a rapper. No, no, no. Now she thought she should be rapper. I didn't say I was. I wanted to but be. But even give us one bar. That's give that's, us one line. That's exactly why. That's why it didn't work. So what? What? What made you? Want to be a rapper? Just I wanted to be a rapper, but then maybe have a ghostwriter. Okay, yeah, that's kind of rapper I, I wanted to do be. That. Yeah, yeah, I wanted. Should I say what really wanted me to? What I wanted to be a rapper because Good. of Nicki Minaj. I mean, I just like there's something that just that yeah. just blows that, my oh. mind when a woman just comes out mm-hmm. and is so bold in her sexuality yeah. and who she is mm-hmm. and what she is and how she is mm-hmm. and how she just makes these men just. Bow down. Bow down. Pictures. Yeah. So I think I that's why a, I wanted to be a rapper. I used to be a model. Yeah. I, I thought I was going to blow as a model. I promise you. I knew I was, I mean, I've always known that I was a star. Mm. Do you get? But in my head, I'm like, but which way? Is it this one? Because I'm multifaceted. Mm. I do a lot of things and I'm good at a lot of things. Even acting girl, I'm really good at it. If you've seen Go my girl. movies. Yes. If you see my movies, you can tell. She's good. Mm-hmm. Is it acting? Is it modeling? Is it YouTubing? I have a YouTube channel as well. Do you get mm-hmm. music A and R? I used to be an A and R as well. I worked at Universal. So you got a good ear for music. Arisa, yeah, thank you for that. Arisa Car Records. What else did I do? All of the abosha. But like when modeling, I would even take days off school and just model and be like, yes, I'm about to be a superstar. Until I realized that Naomi Campbell. Until I realized that I had to be a size zero. I said oh, I was even too fat. Can you imagine? I was a size two and I was too fat. That's what they said. I said, yeah. Well, I used to be a video vixen. I'm, I'm sure a couple of you have seen a couple of my videos. Shout yeah. out to Ice Prince. Shout out to Lynx. Shout out to who else? Olamide. Like, there's so many people. Fine, <laughs> fine, fine, lady. Were you not video? No, 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 oh, no. sorry. I was in pa- 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 Pakurumo, Wizkid. Shout out to Wizkid. Yeah. You in Pakurumo video? Yes. Uh-uh. You're not my me too. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> Respect me. Mommy, when you see me, when you see me say <laughs> Auntie. Auntie. I'm not sure amazing, my the darling. The richest auntie. Yes, rich auntie. Oh, oh, Pakuruma. <laughs> how old was I when Pakuruma? Oh, what do you mean how old you are? I was a young girl. I beg. Me too, I was young. Why do people not know that? If for me to have been in Pakuruma means I was also young. Hello. No, that doesn't mean no. Oh, okay. So it means I was old. No, uh, you don't say that one. I know that that one. Me and Whiskey are age mates now. Loki, how old is Whiskey? Whiskey is 34. Damn. Like he's aging slowly though. I feel like whiskey has been 30 something, 34 for like the longest. For all you know, you know, that one might even be for boyage. Not saying anything. What's it maybe for boyage? <laughs> so he may even be older than me. I didn't say anything, no. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> What's an amazing, amazing episode once again on the bad and bougie? I love that I'm doing this with you. I feel like it's very easy. Conversation mm-hmm. is very smooth and sweet, and it doesn't seem forced. No, it does so not. I feel like we get to know each other yes. episode per episode every episode episode we per do. episode so that's amazing I love you T-Bag I love you more cheers who would have thought that this duo would be conquering Nigeria in fact As conquering in, Africa who would have thought who right? would have thought yo? who would have thought well, shout out to Glitch shout I out guess to Glitch they were the only ones that I actually thought <laughs> dig it nah and, and it's funny how they chased us until they got us mm-hmm. this podcast was supposed to have been what same but you know just like what you said timing timing, timing is everything this, yeah. this was the time maybe if they got us then we wouldn't be for no jig. We will not be jigging like this. For no jig, we will not be causing problems. We will not be scattering and we breaking need, tables. Do you get as per table shakers? <laughs> Cheers, guys. <laughs> Cheers, baby. Catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for chilling with us Thank on the bad and, and the bougie. Bye, guys.